Hello, and welcome to Bullshare. This is a production of UB Law Responds, a podcast from the University at Buffalo School of Law's Clinical Legal Education Program. My name is Kim Diana Connolly. I serve as the director of the clinical program, and I actually work with a couple of our clinics. Today, I'm joined by Matthew Pelkey, an awesome one of our clinicians. Thank you very much, Kim. I'm happy to be here today and uh, happy to be helping kick this off. It's obviously exciting. Um, I'm the clinical director, program director for the Entrepreneurship Law Center and do a lot of work with startups and entrepreneurs, both at the university and through some of our community partners, helping them form businesses and then help them hopefully grow and accelerate into commercialization and ultimately create some jobs. We also work to uh, accelerate the uh, development and growth of women and minority businesses through the Western New York community. We are lucky to have you as part of our clinical team. You've actually been around for a few years and we have some newer clinicians. I'll talk a little bit later about the clinics that we have um, because I just want to talk a little launching about what we're doing. For over 40 years, um, the University of Buffalo School of Law has had clinics and law clinics are spaces where students are admitted to practice law um, under the supervision of licensed attorneys who serve as faculty and these students provide access to justice, provide help that people otherwise wouldn't be able to afford to get to un- individuals and organizations, kind of depending on which clinic it is. Um, you know, and so what we've done here is we've, like, we've been doing great things for decades. And this is a space to share some relevant aspects of this work. And some work, you know, also we're going to have some of our community partners in and some of the other folks in. Um, so that people in the outside world could hear more about what we're doing. And so we're really glad that you're listening to this podcast. Thanks. I look back on even my academic career in law school and the, at the time, which was the, I think the community economic development clinic, it was one of my favorite experiences in law school. And so it's a great opportunity for students. Um, We're looking to put out this podcast probably twice a month so that people can get access to that content. And um, we will be putting that through the uh, UB Law Responds website, which is www.ublawresponds.com. There's a podcast button under there. Um, You can go and check it out. But maybe we should talk a little bit about why we're doing a podcast, right? It's not necessarily obvious how you go from legal clinics to, okay, legal clinics are having a podcast. Kim, why don't you tell us a little bit about why we're doing this? (laughs) I think that one of the things that we found is that the work that we've done for clients over the years kind of has has expanded into connecting deeper within not only our community, but within a community beyond Western New York or beyond where we're working. And so this is a space that we can really um, share some ideas and let people know not only about the good work that we're doing, but perhaps some ideas that people can implement elsewhere. And so get the word out about some of the things. And so some of the podcasts that students are gonna be sharing is just some ideas that, that both other people who in other clinics would do or individuals who aren't part of our clinical program could still take on and, and learn from the students who've been working here. So that's pretty exciting. We're also in the age of COVID. We're also yeah. in a very strange space. And so talk about, talk about the, what you've learned from being in the past um, <laughs> 10 months of the yeah, it, 10 months. It feels like it's been like three years, but um, right. you know, it, it has been, you know, a tremendous time of transition, right? We almost a year ago started out the semester almost to the day. I mean, almost maybe like a week away. Right. right. Um, we were in person, we were working with our students 
And, you know, I remember February 14th having a class with my students. And of course, we're talking about markets and the economy and, and finance. And I think it was February 12th. The first agenda item of my class was, what do we think the impact of COVID will be on, you know, markets and business? And I'll tell you, at first, I think my students thought I was crazy. They were like, well, no, there's gonna be nothing, right? Like it's, you know, there'll be some containment and it'll be fine. And I think, you know, what, less than a month later, we were, you know, trying to figure out how we transitioned from this in-person clinic with engagement and dynamic environments to Zoom and to teaching online and to the challenges that come with that. And so I think this really, and that, that's not just for students. I mean, it was a challenge for us, right? I mean, I remember the second half of that semester, I was trying to figure out how to do this. It felt like we were building the parachute after we jumped out of a plane. Um, but I think, you know, we all in the clinics, especially, spent a lot of time thinking about how we really could improve that engagement and improve that sense of community and belonging and that connectivity that existed with the clinics. And this is part of that, right? This is part of that engagement. It's getting that content out there, not just for students, but for potential clients. And I know I've talked to some of my students about this and they're really excited to put out, you know, topics that can help small businesses that can help founders and entrepreneurs. And so there's, there's a lot there. It's a medium and a tool, at least from my perspective, that we can use to continue the message of what the clinics are there to do. And that is to, you know, pursue justice and to help provide legal services for those who don't otherwise have options for it. Exactly, exactly. Now, I have been teaching clinics since the last century. I actually started teaching clinics in 1999. All right, all right. So, yeah. So, I've been teaching for over 20 years. And, and I do kind of the same stuff, but we've done presentations. We do CLEs sometimes, but that's not going to work in this era. And no. students love to share um, what they're learning um, and, and share beyond and help individuals, but also share ideas and share things that they've learned that specifically that can help people generally. And so this great medium can, is offering them an opportunity to really do that and really dig into some things and, and make that content available to other people. So I'm pretty excited about this opportunity to, to offer this, although it's new. And I think that one of the things that listeners will notice is that it's gonna be really different. So let's just talk a little bit about what this means for our clinical program, because we've had 40 years of clinics, as I mentioned here. Yeah. And, and so you're doing this amazing semi-new clinic, although not among our newest clinics, um, of really helping small businesses. I've been teaching the Environmental Advocacy Clinic now for 10 years here, where we work with some small groups and some large um, organizations doing all sorts of really interesting. Yeah, it is incredible the work, the scope of the work that you guys do in that clinic, um, even just what I've been exposed to it. I mean, you're almost all across upstate New York at this point, right? right. So that's yeah. what we did. We did some work on the Niagara River Corridor and we're doing some yep. work. Um, we we're doing more work across the border back before COVID. But so, so yeah, so that's really been fun and exciting. We also have, we're going to be next year, we're going to be celebrating the 30th anniversary of what we now call our Family Violence and Women's Rights Clinic, which has been doing amazing work. Yeah, it's an incredible program. Domestic violence for decades. And so that group is going to be talking about some of their things. Um, we had a mediation yep. clinic here for a couple of decades too, really well-respected, really um, changing lives in that ADR space. We have some newer clinics. We have a brand new civil rights and transparency clinic that's been doing some really cutting edge work both in housing and other civil rights areas, as well as working with journalism and working on transparency. Yeah, there's some really, really interesting work there in the media and transparency uh, right. space for sure. 
So that's been great. And we have a brand new clinic that just started um, on, on criminal advocacy and working to, um, to defend the rights of those who are incarcerated and to hold people accountable. And that's just unfolding. And the, the issues that they are, they are getting there and the, and the freedoms that they are winning for people who have deserved freedom but hadn't had the opportunity to get it is just wonderful with the help of students. So that's really, really exciting and excellent. Um, we also have had literally award-winning clinic that provides access to justice by, by helping people through pro se processes, people who represent themselves on their own right. in both family court and federal court um, and access to justice hybrid clinic. And so that's kind of really exciting to be happening. Um, we also have done a couple of pop-up clinics. Right now, last year at this time, I actually was with a group of students in Puerto Rico on our fifth trip to provide access to work with people in the aftermath of Maria. And last year they were experiencing not hurricanes, but earthquakes. So we've done that kind of thing too. And so we continue that work through the environmental clinic. The pop-up clinics are a really great tool. I mean, I know even through the ELOS Center, you know, usually once a year we end up doing a pop-up MWBE clinic. Um, 2020 was kind of a weird year, um, but we still managed to do it through Zoom and through 43 North partner, uh, uh, Techstars partnering with them to do it. And it really is, it's a great tool to utilize to help targeted specific, you know, more nimble um, operation. And one of our alums is taking, another one of our alums is taking <laughs> lead in, in another pop-up clinic, um, the COVID law and community, community engagement clinic. So, so that's really um, exciting to be hearing. So you'll be hearing from, in this podcast, you'll be hearing from a lot of the students or community partners who have been part of that and some of the things that, that we think would be interesting to share. So we hope you turn in to hear some of this. Yeah, and I guess, um, you know, before we say goodbye, Kim, any final thoughts or, you know, words of wisdom you'd like to impart on people to end this? I always like to end podcasts with this because it's sort of like a nice way to tie things together. Well, I think that one of the things that is that we just need to think about, um, we're here at UB, we serve in the law firm, the law school, and and so reach out to us if you think that there's something that that we might be able to help you with, and even if we don't have a clinic that works on that, we know people who might be able to help you. So that's, that's to stay in touch um, and let us know if there's something that you, we can be helpful with because we all have to hang in together in this, in this age of COVID. Yeah, I think for me, it, it really comes down to the idea of service, right? And giving back and helping. Um, and I'm really excited to see this launch. I know our students are excited. So that anytime our students are excited, that always makes me excited, yeah. right? And so uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do with this medium and and how they, you know, kind of, you know, take, take some ownership of that. And so uh, that's my final thoughts. And thank you so much for supporting this idea. So thank you. So, so all of you are listening. Thanks for being part of this very first episode of Bullshare from UB Law Responds. And we hope you'll return. And just so you know, you can support the vital work of our student attorneys by going to ublawresponds.com where you can also find our podcasts. So in closing, stay safe, stay strong, and be your best you.